Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another great episode of Every Good Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. It's playoff time, ladies and gentlemen. It is about that time, finally, waiting all year for this, man. I'm Joe Jennings, here with Michael Tilly, Brandon Harewood. How you guys doing? As long as Nick Folk doesn't get a 25-piece tonight, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I think you're good. I think you're good. Yeah, doing good, man. Sexual chocolate is in the playoffs, baby. Yeah, well, you get to you get to come up against a nice set of dick and balls. Hey, in the first okay. Oh no. Whoa, oh whoa. no. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. For anybody that doesn't know, that's my team name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, me and Tilly matching up next week in the playoffs, first round. Bro. Should be interesting. I'm sorry. Winner, winner, winners, winners going to end up winning the championship. Mark my words. <laughs> I'm sorry to the podcast, CBS family. I failed. No, you I no, did you not. didn't. You actually didn't fail. Oh yeah, Joe came through too. Joe, I, I, Joe had to win. Here's what happened. There was three teams that were seven and five, or what was it, six and or seven and five. One of them needed to lose, and I needed to win against my matchup to get in. Before Sunday, I called Joe and was talking trash about this team. I'm not gonna say who, and they ended up having a player that scored thirty-five fantasy points. Um, so then I needed Joe to win, and unfortunately for the guy Joe was playing, he had T. Higgins, who he started, who had one snap. <laughs> he had uh Raheem Mostert and Tua, who both played pretty bad, and Leonard Fournette, who is the backup running back. So, thank you, thank you, Joe. Najee Unless- can't me down the street. I mean, Najee didn't leave me as scarred as I didn't want to be leaving the season. I can't say that. Yes. Swift dead. I think again with Swift, I just getting scarred from injury, not from him. I'm not I'm never drafting him again. You can mark my words, I'm never drafting him again. I don't think did, I'll did draft he get hurt him. again. If, he, no, played 40, he didn't get hurt, but he played like forty percent of snaps. Which didn't I make saw, sense. I saw, he did Twenty touches last week, which is I, I don't understand what's going on. And the third string running back scored. And he Justin didn't. Jackson scored. Yeah, hello, Justin Jackson. What is he, number 40? Uh, what is he, 42? Like, bro. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying Swift goes with some other team and be a superstar. But, man, we already, we've all talked about this since day one. Swift has just as much talent as some of the top five backs in the league. Like, when I watched him play, there's not any reason he can't be that skillful. So, I mean – and you can't blame the, the Lions. Jamal Williams is good. It'd be different if he just had some garbage dude taking care of him. He leads the NFL in touchdowns. Well, rushing touchdowns, at least. So, I mean, eh, stay away from that, man. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into our injuries and news report, man. Um, yeah, Russ got hit pretty bad. He uh, he got – Russell Wilson has a concussion. And let's get right into it. He actually was bringing them back. The game was actually getting good. Like, he was actually fighting and bringing them back. So, I mean, I guess Jerry Judy was the bright spot. If you look at the offense, I mean, that was about it. I guess. Yeah, Jerry Judy went off, man. Best game of his career. Jerry Judy oh. did go off. Do you start him even with no rush? Oh, when did Russ get hurt? Did, did Russ get hurt he, like he in the beginning hurt. of the game? Based on how they've been handling concussions, he's probably going to be out this week. But if Cortland Sutton's still out, then yes, you're starting Jerry Judy. I think he got hurt like late third, early fourth, somewhere. Or maybe yeah, I'm out. He played eighty six percent of snaps. So. They probably got hurt in the middle of the fourth at that point. 
Um, so the backup is Brett Ripon. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, yeah, Ripon. I mean, he, Judy still caught a touchdown pass from him as well. And Ripon has been in the Col- the Broncos offense for a while. He knows the system. He's been in that organization for a while. So there, you can have a lot worse backups. Like so, I just way I would look. I was at about it. to say Russ is QB twenty one. It probably can't get much worse. So, way I'm looking at it, man. I mean, um, Debo Samuel was carted off the field with an ankle. I never, I still haven't yet to see it. I, I didn't really care. Me neither. I have <laughs> what, what I heard from another podcast is that he's probably going to be out for several weeks. So he's probably, they, they said they're not going to be surprised if they just rest him till the actual NFL playoffs. So we dropping him. So I'm here. So the guy behind me is about to go crazy. Oh my God! Yeah, McCaffrey to the moon. Are you Are you okay with starting? Are you every week? Yeah, I am. Because uh, I think back looked up, uh, has been looking solid. Yeah, oh. and it's just and it just goes to show that to be completely honest with you, I don't think it matters who's the quarterback in that system. I literally don't. I think you could fire up Josh Rosen. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. There I'm comes serious. a point. No, no, there comes a point where you cannot just plug anyone into that system. Would Mason Rudolph be able to succeed in that system? I don't I, know. <clears throat> Purdy looking just as good as Garoppolo. I, I don't care what nobody say. Purdy is probably better than a lot of backups in the league. Dude, they just beat. He's beat Tom Brady by like thirty. And I get it. Like Brady hasn't been Brady, but like, what in the world, bro? They blew him out. It was bad. And that's a good defense. I mean, are you up to the moon? Um, and I'm pretty y'all sure. Y'all think Todd? Y'all think Todd Bowles has a chance to be on the hot seat? He could. I don't know. I mean, how can I he mean, not? I mean, they went Brady. To Brady, Brady. Let's put it this way: Brady's going to leave next year. He's okay. either retiring or he's going somewhere else because he's going to be his contracts up. Yeah, I agree with. And secondly, I mean, they just went to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl two years prior, and they were one game away from fighting to go to another Super Bowl last year. Is their backup still Kyle Trask? Should be. Did not Blaine Gabbard anymore? I don't know who it is. Oh, I forgot about Gabbard. Anyhow, on to the next piece of news. Watch how they get that information for us. It is Blaine Gabbard. Kyle Trask is listed as third. Suck my Gabbard. Listen, anyhow... Jeff Wilson, um, I don't know how severe it was, but he was knocked out of the game with a hip injury, and he never returned. This was pretty early. I believe it was the second quarter, if I'm right. Um, yeah, he plays 16% of snaps. Either the late first quarter or early second quarter, I believe. And I mean, I get the offense didn't look his greatest, but that probably was one of the better defensive games the Chargers played all year, if I'm being honest, like what they did against them. Yeah. So, I'm okay with starting Mike from here on out, especially. Unfortunately, if my starts of the week failed you, but nobody saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with start. Are you okay with starting most of your playoff run at your flicks? I'm. I mean, I, I'm thinking it's okay to start him, but like, he's been playing so bad. Like, all right, this past week he played 73 percent of snaps, got 11 carries, 37 rushing yards, 4.9 fantasy points, and half point. He had three points the week before. So there's a guy who just scored three points and four point nine points. It's it's hard to start him with confidence. That's all I'm gonna say. But he should get a, a lot of work. So yeah. I agree with that. Um in terms of getting the work load. So 
I, don't, I can't say I'm confident starting him, but I can say if you don't have any other options, I promise you, you could do a lot worse. I, I can still have some. Yeah. And tell me about it. Surprisingly, in this um, Tilly, same scenario as you, in the league I'm the commissioner in, I had to win and I needed a person in front of me to lose for me to get in. And I had T. Higgins and Foster Monroe. So my tight end and wide receiver combined for zero. And I still won by 20 against this man. Wow. Don't run for me. That's not, yeah. My, yeah, my team is 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 a piece of work in that, that league. No. Yeah. Anything, dude? He really <laughs> could have been a loser. I could have kept me out of the playoffs. I fought oh, all the yeah. way back from the Tim I fought all the way back from the Tim seed to make the playoffs. I deserve this. I'm going back on my ship. Now, anyhow, I don't know what's going on. I guess it was a hamstring injury. Was, was that right? Or I, I guess don't know. T. Higgins? He, he, apparently, what I heard is he got hurt in pregame warmups. Yeah, that's so what he played. So he played one snap and then he yanked it again. So now, great, I make the playoffs, but I'll use Jack Taylor. He's t- he's notorious for this. I think he did this last year with T. Higgins. I'm pretty sure. And that's my thing. Now, us T. Higgins owners have probably lost him for the rest of the regular season. If he if this actually is a real hamstring injury. Also, and Ty- t- Tyler Boyd. Yeah, say too. Tyler Boyd. He's hurt. Yeah. yeah, I think he got hurt pretty bad too. Let me ch- I'm gonna check on that right now. He's deemed day to day. He has a finger up. injury. Shoot, Hayden Hurst didn't play either this past week. I don't know. It's, I think it's about to be just Jamar Chase going crazy. I'm gonna check on Hayden Hurst right now. See, sorry, the person was Jamar Chase in our league that brought three and didn't make the playoffs. It says Hayden Hurst is week to week. That was the latest report earlier today. So yes, yeah, literally going to be. I mean, there's a chance Tyler Boyd can play. Say he's day to day with a finger injury, which isn't you know too serious, I guess. But I mean, he needs it to catch the ball. The backups are Trenton Irwin, Stanley Morgan, and Trent Taylor. Hey, I think Trent Irwin caught like a seventy yard touchdown. Was that which one it was? One of them caught a far touchdown. I was about to say Joe Burrow's still a quarterback, so it's like okay. Would you play the wide receiver too in this playoff? You have I wouldn't to. play him. I would definitely. Play. I think they could be a waiver wire target. Whoever the next man up is, I don't know. Yeah, it was guys. Trent Irwin. Trent Irwin, two catches, fifty-eight yards, and a touchdown. Wide receiver, okay. twenty-two on the week. What was his snap percentage? Eighty-four. Oh yeah. Hey. Hey, check my man out. Hold on, you're not going to see it. What's his name? Trent Irwin. He's got yeah, the uh, Trent Irwin. The hair, to, the hair down to his shoulders. <laughs> hey. He could be yeah. solid. I don't know. But I will say his touchdown was on a flea flicker, but that's all. T. Higgins owners, he's probably not. If you're lucky, you might get him back in the championship. Assuming if this is what they say it is, you probably won't get him. And let's say best case scenario, he ain't playing this week probably. So you might get him the semifinals and the championship. But I would anticipate going to this week with no T. Higgins at all uh, if you're owner. See, so, yeah. let's jump right into our uh, players of the week. This is our last player of the week for the regular season, guys. Who is your player? It's been a long road. Yeah. I'll start. I'll go first. I'll, I'll go, no, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go first. Uh, mine is the alpha in the Broncos offense at the wide receiver position. I've determined one in the next year, too. This is the one you want. It is Mr. Jerry Judy. Uh, wide receiver. He should be wide receiver one on the week. I didn't even check, but I'm guessing with his 29.3 fantasy points. Um, yes, he was. 
he was wide receiver one of the week, 83% of snaps, eight receptions, 73 yards, and three touchdowns. Yowza. Uh, I mean, he's not going to score three again, but the volume is going to be there as long as Cortland Sutton's out, and I would be comfortable playing him moving forward, assuming that Sutton's out. And even when Sutton's back, I mean, he's a riskier play, but he's still better than a lot of names out there. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather roster him still or start him over a few couple of names. Um, I Sutton, guess Sutton needs to be on your waivers. Sorry, <laughs> that's a that's a future thing. He I was one of but... season. Uh... Yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, I like Judy too. He's been looking good, man. But uh, I'll get into my guy. Oh yeah, it's Joe. It's Joe's, Joe's guy. Player. Joe's yeah, Joe. <laughs> your boy came back. J.K. Dobbins. That had to be the most sketchiest forty-yard run I've ever seen. Hey, yeah, life. I was about to say he looks like he had a piglet. And Mika's fast, but if J.K. was healthy, Mika he would have burned J.K. Mika down that field. There was no way Mika would have touched him. I texted. Yeah, I saw it happen. I texted both of them. I said it looks like he literally has a peg leg. Like he yeah, was running. It was, it was he weird. was running like he had a artificial leg. It's like he tried to get it into gear when he put his head down and just couldn't. Yeah. Like that knee wouldn't. It's like, bro, y'all, see, y'all can see my screen. Like the knee wouldn't come up. And yeah. Getting stuck on what you like, like, bro. It's like one of his legs was was shorter than the other. It was just I don't know what it was. But um, the version of J.K. Dobbins is still better than some starters in the league, whether people want to admit that or not. Yeah, I mean it was against Steelers. Um, it was a tough matchup coming in. I, I don't think anybody would have told you to start J.K. Dobbins, but RB eight. Only played forty three percent of snaps, and I mean it's fair to mention this is his first game back. He hasn't played in three, four, five, six. He hasn't played in seven weeks, um, and this was his second to highest snap percentage on the season. Um, RB eight, fifteen carries, which was surprising. Um, Hundred twenty yards, eight yards per carry, and a touchdown. Do you like where what's going on here? Is this a trap? Is this a trap? I, yes, I don't think I don't I don't think you can play him with confidence. He's playing the I mean, best RB matchup next week. I'm not saying you can start him with confidence, like you said, but my question was going to be: Are you not concerned about them moving the ball with the quarterback situation? Because Tyler Huntley got hurt. So yeah. now I'm just wondering how bad that's going to be. It's either Anthony Brown or Aaron Bailey. I, I'm it's sure going to be ugly. I'm pretty sure we're going to go with Brown if we have to go with one of the two. Listen, listen to this. This is he's he's on their depth chart on sleeper. The most recent news from him five years ago. For who? The backup to come on, Anthony your, Brown. Your, your backup right now. No, his your backup now. Apparently, according to the sleeper depth chart, it's Lamar's hurt. Tyler Huntley's obviously hurt, so it goes and. Anthony Brown and then Aaron Bailey. Which one are you talking about? Aaron Bailey. Okay, I was about to say. I was, I was about to say. When did Brown? I was say Brown just got in the league. That's yeah. all I was asking. Like, huh? Um. But yeah, I mean, what do you? Brown's clearly going to be more of the guy who's more familiar with our type of way we want to run the system. Like, I would just say, don't be surprised if the Ravens run the ball like ninety percent of their offensive plays next week. And by run, I mean read options and. Quarterback designed runs a lot of the time. So I mean, you don't want to start the. You don't want to. Yeah, I say he could get fifteen carries again. That's one positive thing. Which which rarely has ever happened in his career, which makes it weird. He got it on forty three percent snap share. It's very weird. Yeah, but 
I, yeah, I don't know. You guys play the Browns next week. It's going to be a division. Bro, I mean, he, he has the best. He arguably has the best. It's a great matchup. He has the best running back schedule through the rest of the playoffs, arguably. No, my boy does. Okay. Well, this is my thing. What are you going to do with him? Because he has a top three running back schedule for the rest of the season. I think you, you, bench, him, you bench him this week, and if he does it again, then you can start him. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I just think you had to take that chance where if you lose because you didn't start him, then. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it is playoff times, but it's hard to. That's my it thing. Like, you have that week to wait. Like, you either. I mean, you have the week to wait, but you're really banking on you have to win or you're a one or two seed and you have a bye week. Now, yeah. for the people who have one and two seeds, this conversation is a lot more different for you. Yeah. Like I said, you can easily just sit here and wait. But, uh, um, I'll go ahead and get into my player of the week. Welcome back, Seaman. Let's hear it. My player of the week is Mr. Michael Williams. And put the final, put the final Infinity Stone in. Put, put, put it in. <laughs> Back. Literally six targets, six catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. That's the Mike Williams I knew. And he looked good. He looked healthy. On, on only 65% of snaps, too. He's wide receiver five on the week. And you can tell he's not you can tell he's not healthy. Like there are times multiple times in that game, he's like. Like, and you can blatantly tell, like, it, it may not be killing him to the end of the world, but you can tell. So Man, is Mike Williams back as a top twelve receiver rest of the season? I mean, he that's his that's his fourth that's his fourth hundred yard game this year. Yeah, he should. I think he's a must start, especially against he's, against he's Tennessee next week. Yeah, after what after what Zay Jones, Evan Ingram did, and Trevor Lawrence to Tennessee this week, fire up the Chargers wide receivers. Yeah, Tennessee's been throwing on all. It's been bad lately. I remember they played, I think, the week before they played, like, the Eagles or something. It was crazy that week, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, the auto production was there. Herbert clearly – Herbert spreading the ball pretty well. I actually liked the, the uh, offense yesterday. Mm. It's going to be funny because uh, I, I feel like I'm one of the guys that I'm more scared to play against. This is random, but the B-Wood has is Dalton Schultz, who I dropped. And I feel like one of the guys that B would have scared to play against is Mike Williams, who he dropped. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be more scared to play against Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah. Well, last time I played B would, Dalton Schultz had like 25, I think. What a slug. Anyway. Sneaky Schultz. Every time. Yeah. yeah, man. Those are our three stars of the week, man. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our overperformance. Yo, before you start talking, I was watching the highlights last night, you know, just. Enjoying some alone time. What are you talking about? And I'm like, yo, how many times is number 11 going to catch the damn ball? I'm really wild. Like, <laughs> I'm like, bro. And you know, after a while, you like, you don't really notice somebody's going yeah. off. You keep watching the highlight. You're like, bro, that's like the 10th time I didn't see him catch the ball. You're like, bro, this is ridiculous. But go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know what would happen in that game. You? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I was waiting. Uh yeah, my overperformer is Marquise Goodwin. Um, five receptions, ninety-five yards, and a touchdown. Seventeen point eight fantasy points. Um, yeah, uh, I think part of it is that DK was locked down, and they were losing pretty much all whole game, and they don't have their running back. But I mean, that's that's not. You can't go forward and pick him up and play him. Drug test. 
Immediately. Don't know. Immediately. <laughs> don't know what that was. Honestly. Oh. What what was? Dude, it was tweaking. Bro, ain't no way you watching that game like, oh yeah. If I'm in the NFL committee, whatever guys watch, oh yeah. Wait till you get back to the locker room, buddy. You'll have another waiting on your door. You're definitely yeah. getting tested after that game. That was wild. I don't, yeah. Yeah, tell me about performance that you didn't start him. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Bomb. Zonovan Knight. Uh, yeah. Is he, he's looking like the, the, the new Breeze Hall. Like, Michael Carter is now the third string back. I was worried. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I thought Michael Carter would come back in. And, I mean, originally, Michael Carter was starting over him. I mean, depth chart wise. And,. They came out a tough game against Buffalo. Um, division matchup. He gave him 17 carries. He got 71 rushing yards, 4.18 yards per carry. His yards per carry is is actually really good. I mean, I don't think it's been talked about enough. I mean, his last three games, and he got a touchdown. He and looks Mike, good, dude. Yeah, like, and it's 47 percent of snaps. It's not like he's, but when when he's on the field, like they're getting him the ball. And Michael Carter clearly, like, like Michael Carter had like one point in fantasy. Um, and I almost started him. Thank God I didn't. Yeah. And I'm even looking at the depth, the depth chart now. They have Donovan Knight over Michael Carter. Hey. So. You still had two catches. I'll take that too. Who? Oh, uh, um, Knight? Yeah. He gets good. involved in the receiving game too. He's and got so, a juicy uh, semifinal week and championship. Sorry. Yeah. Those are beautiful matchups, to be honest. Is he a must start? I mean, do you no, just keep playing? I don't see why not. Like, would you rather start him or JK? I would start Zonovan, right. but I got a I got a better name for you. And this isn't just to help me. This is a name that I feel like could be him or Brian Robinson moving. I was forward. just about to say Brian Robinson. Because they're very they <laughs> the way they're getting used is very similar. Double digit carries. Um, you know, I wouldn't say Zon uh Zonovan Knight is as, as touchdown dependent, but he is still relatively touchdown. But he gets more receiving work. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, yeah. Brian Robinson cribbed a screen the last time he played. Yeah, he did have I mean, that right random now, screen. Yeah, the three games that Zonovan Knight has played, he's he's averaging three point three catches or three catches. Yeah, three point three catches a game and three targets a game. So I, don't, I mean, it's helpful as well. But I think I'm about even with them. I think it just depends on matchup. But mm-hmm. as soon as if he's playing Detroit, I probably would play Zonovan Knight um, at home too. They've been a little tough against running backs. I'm not gonna lie. Like they shut down uh who did they play? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. And the week before it was some the Vikings were missing their right tackle. This might sound weird. Guard. Dalvin has also been very maybe it's just me. It feels like it feels yeah. like his owner, he's either been hit or miss a lot of the time. Yeah. It's not like a big in between. He's he he's to... running he's running back twelve on the year. So like I mean, he's not, in my opinion, a first-round guy going into next year. It's the yardage. Like, I mean, his yards are good. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like – It's also the, off- the offensive scheme change. They're more of a get yeah. our best player, get the best wide receiver in the NFL the ball. He's, he's low-key getting to the point where he's not crazy touchdown dependent, but if he doesn't score a touchdown, you, your, your ceiling might be 10. I agree. Yeah. Not, like he's not rushing for 150 yards this year like he used to, like for some games. Like so it's probably 10 if he doesn't score a touchdown, if you're lucky. Like get get into yours. Because we, we got three straight segments where we're gonna be talking about Jaguars players. <laughs> they been balled out, man. They deserve it. Yeah, I'll jump right into mine then. 
Uh, Please read his stat line. Tila? And the thing is, if the dude would have started him that I needed to lose, he would have won. This is the best part. He was QB1 on the week. I believe. Is this the first time in his career? Probably. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Has, he, has he arrived? I mean, the last three, the last five. The last five weeks since week nine, QB twelve, QB eight, QB five, QB sixteen, QB one. Oh, he's playing Tennessee. Yeah, that makes sense. Jesus, he top eight finish three out of the last five weeks, and top five finishes two out of the last three. Read now those matchups are about as good as they're gonna get. I'm not gonna read lie. The, to you. Read the stat line, please. Gotcha. QB one on the week. Attempted forty two passes, thirty completions for three hundred and sixty yards and three touchdowns. Gave you three rushing attempts for seven yards and a touchdown. Four total touchdowns, and he had 375 total yards off. It must, it must that's just two 300-plus games in the last three weeks. Like, is he turning up or was just a product of so good matchups? I think he's figuring it out. I but, I mean, there were good matchups. Six, three matchups ain't about to be the prettiest. Yeah, I'm not, I'm a little worried next week. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, no offense, I'm definitely not starting him against the Jets. Maybe I'm wrong for that, but I could not. The Jets DBs are getting to that point where I low-key hate starting quarterbacks against them sometimes. I mean, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, QB1 on the week, man. Clearly, that's an overperformance. And it's the first time he's been QB1 his whole NFL career. 16. And at this point, he's played 30 games. He's played over 30 games. So, I don't know. You know, it's, that's a while. You know, especially for number one pick, we kind of expected him soon to have probably a number one game up until this point. But, you know, it's different for everybody. But he finished with 33.4 fantasy points per game. I mean, he's getting better, and it's not like he's doing anything wrong. I mean, he's QB8. Like, where are you? I mean, I feel like I'll do him the same as I will next year going in. Like, he's one of those guys, if I can't get the guy I want, I'll take him later in the round. Like, I guess is where I'm at with him. Yeah. Um, that'll, uh, that'll transition me into a guy that I'm very curious to, to see in the offseason what we decide about him because – Travis Etienne, uh, if I just told you he touched the ball 17 times and then I told you he had three fantasy points, uh, it's kind of ugly. Uh, 17 carries for 32 yards. This is what get, This is what's got me over the past four weeks. Did they not say that they were going to use him in the slot and use him this way and that way? Oh, yeah. I don't know. He, yeah. He, he Please has only had one it. week over five receptions or five targets. Sorry. He's had since week eight, three, nine, two, 10, three, 12, zero, 13, three. Last week, zero. And I have, a, yeah, I have an issue with that. That's a, that's really concerning because this is a guy that we thought was going to be like McCaffrey. I mean, I guess, yeah, or yeah, like Alvin Kamara was a couple years ago, like just touching the ball in the passing game all the time, and he's not. So, what can you are you comfortable starting him in your playoffs? I was say him or him or would you start him or Zonovan Knight? I think he's. I think I he's at that. I honestly think I'd start Zonovan Knight. Yeah, I mean, who's he playing? Oh yeah, Dallas. Jeez. Honestly, I think his foot is messed up. Is this, this is all? This all started once his foot got hurt. Yeah, I mean, he still played seventy five percent of snaps, though. Yeah, bro, but you like, get bro seventeen carries. I know it was a hard matchup, but Jesus, one point eight yards a carry. 
Yeah, 1.8? Yeah, I don't care how hard your matchup is. And your team puts up 35 or something. Yeah. You're, you're 23 years old? 1.8 a carry? You're 5'10", 2'15". I can't fall through the hole for more than 1.8 yards. <sighs> yeah. Uh, it's scary. It's scary season. But no, I mean, I wouldn't start him next week. Is my opinion. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, him or JK, then? JK. Wow. Him oh, or, my gosh. Now, this one might be a wild one. but Y'all know why. Um, you know, offense, y'all know I hate JK. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh don't be surprised when I say this name. Because you're gonna flex him if you play him. So him or Chuba. Oh my god, I don't want to fall into that trap, bro. Panther's been looking good since Donald got back in there. What tra- what I don't know what trap you're talking about. He gets double digit carries every single every week. week. I mean... I'll talk about him a little bit, but he he had 14 carries this week and 17 the week before. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I know. I it's guess cool. so. Yeah, you're you're just believing on straight ability. You're not believing on any facts that are put in your face right now. It's the, it's. The, I mean, he's getting the touches. He ha, he's getting he has a snap percent. Like he's getting the same amount of touches. Chubby. He's probably has a higher snap percent. It's, it's just like why you think it's are you more confident in scoring a touchdown? <sighs> I, I don't. And, I, I want to say ETM, but hate, yeah, I, there's I nothing to back I hate it up. To say it, but Chubba plays against our Steelers this week, and JK just ran for 120 on us. I know. I guess so. You guys would really do that if you guys had both players. I would consider it. I would definitely first we get the playoffs. I don't think I can give that advice. That's just tough. I get it though. Like the stats back it up. I mean, yeah, at some point, him or Brian Robinson. Robinson. No, I would start Brian Robinson. Yeah, I mean, at some point, just because the guy is getting more work, I want a better matchup. My thing is, I feel that. Are you would you be comfortable starting Deonta Foreman then over him? I mean, because they're basically getting about an even amount of That's carry. what I was about to say. And Chubba I say Foreman gets work, too. Yeah, yeah, but they took him. Raheem Blackshear took the other rushing touchdown this week. That's my problem with starting somebody in that backfield. It's just Blackshear yeah. might get one Yeah, guy. how did Foreman get 21 carries? I told you. Because they took oh, him out. How the much are they running the ball? They ran the ball like 40 times. Almost. Yeah, what the world? Because <laughs> Chubba had a little... Wait, what? They had 35 carries were just them two. And that's not Blackshear. Think about if Derek... They're splitting up Derrick Henry type carries. That's what they're Bro. doing. Yes, yeah, that's, that's impressive. But if you're telling me a guy still guaranteed basically 11 to 13 touches, it's kind of hard to. I, I yeah. feel it. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead and jump in here on the performance. It's the first time. Yeah, my boy. Okay, yeah, Jamal Williams. Um, I mean, I guess you can throw Swift in there too. The run game was just weird this this week. I don't, I don't get it's it. Because um, Jared Goff cooked. Yeah, he he has been cooking. Jerry Goff has actually been cooking. Um, he got us right. But I mean, these last two weeks, I mean, he got he got his usual. Well, he got eleven carries week thirteen, which was a little concerning. But that was the week when Swift did really well. Then last week he had sixteen carries. That's his usual. He played thirty seven percent of snaps, which is a little like eh. But sixteen carries for thirty seven yards. I mean, he's always been a touchdown dependent kind of guy. But I mean, it's back to back weeks with. His yardage being in the 30s. Like, are you concerned about starting him next week against the Jets? Yes. I would be. Like, would, do you like him or uh, Zonovan Knight? Zonovan Knight. Zonovan. Yeah, Zonovan. Do you like him or ETN? 
bag over my head so I don't have to watch the games. Oh, no. Probably That's tough one to me. ETN's touches are more than his. But the problem I mean, is value. I don't Wallace know. Never mind. Jamal Williams. Williams. Jamal Williams has the value of that touchdown. And it's like all in the touchdown. It's like, but the same thing for ETN, I guess. Yeah. So I guess Jamal Williams is safer because he's because he's probably leading the league in touchdowns right now. But I don't. Yeah. He's probably gonna get you forty rushing yards. That's what you gotta live with. Yeah. I mean, I'll go ahead and get him. I said it. Uh, not said it. We underperformer of the week. Speaking of you. Now me and Tilly, Mr. Michael Tilly and our co-owner league to keep our bye week, we need 22.94 points from Ramondre Stevenson. Thanks, Stefan Diggs. You gave us a whopping 6.7 points. He literally gave us three catches for 37 yards against it. Are the Jets his kryptonite? Yes. Not, I know Sauce, he's Gar- Sauce, Gardner's, Sauce Gardner's everybody's kryptonite. I mean, he's had four – he's had – I mean – People could say it was because of the one big catch in the first quarter, whatever the reason was. The first game against the Jets, he had 14 and a half. But oh, he, even, played, he played well the first time. I remember he cooked them. He didn't play time. well. If you really look at it outside of that big catch, they're telling you he didn't really play well. He got shot. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like, good news is they don't play the Jets the rest of the season. Um, better news is you're not going to see him anyway. He just so happened to be the guy who stunk up the bed. So I was just bringing him up. Unless y'all have much to say about Stefan Diggs. You clearly start him every week here and here on out. Yeah. It should be a good game. He should have a good game next week against Miami. It'll probably be a shootout. Yeah. Um we can go ahead and get to our droppable guys. Be what you can go ahead and we'll make we'll make that make sense in a second. Yeah. Uh mine is Michael Carter. He's um, the only name, to be completely honest with you. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, at this point in time, I mean People's rosters are pretty much locked in unless you're just picking up handcuffs. But the, yeah, the Michael Carter thing was just weird. I mean, the usage was weird. I mean, snap percentage wise, it was same as normal, fifty percent, straight down the middle. You got, but then you got five carries. I think he gets their six third targets back now. Yeah, it's like they don't want to. They don't plan on giving him any carries. I mean, he got five carries in this game, and Knight had seventeen. I think that pretty much tells the story of like how things are going to be going forward. And I, like we've been mentioning, I mean, unless you're the Zonovan Knight owner, maybe you keep him because a handcuff, but like you're never going to play him. So if you're not going to play him, you can let him go. And yeah. I've got a name. I found a name. And y'all can call me crazy. I don't care. Get Gabe Davis off your roster. Bro, why are you taking everything I'm thinking? Uh no. Me? Like, bro, I was quiet hoping you didn't say the name. Yeah. Why is he starting in 70% of leagues? Because great minds think like, get this man off your roster. He's scored double digits since week 10, and before that it was week 6. 4.5, You're asking to lose if you play him in your playoffs. Get him off. Yeah, the floor is so bad. It's guys like him, Kareem Hunt. Get him out of here. Even if you're the Nick Chubb owner, I don't think it's worth it because Nick Chubb looked horrible this week. Is it worth keeping Madison then? I will say Madison is a guy that I think is because I genuinely think that Madison and Dalvin Cook's talent is very close to each other. That's like you only want to keep his out if you legitimately have. Yeah. If he's your handcuff. You burned burned it for James Cook last week. You burned all (laughs) that. Yeah. If you burn that priority for him, I'm sorry. You can't. 
Anybody you cannot play with confidence in these playoffs, get them off your roster and take a defense, take your handcuff. Because yeah. you're asking them to lose if you start some of these guys. Devin, here's the name that I'm curious. You got to keep him, I think. But w- would you play Devin Singletary? In the I was playoffs? just about to say, for me, bro, I don't know if any Bills running back is really rosterable. The only thing I'll say is he plays Chicago Week 16. But other than he that, he can like, score. But yeah, it's it's scary playing him every every time. Even though like I I feel like I'm hating on him because his numbers aren't bad. It's just like. If you, in my opinion, if you can't play them or you have one or two guys that you'd play before them, you should just drop them. Would, Another, are you all starting Singletary or Travis Etienne? Travis Etienne. Okay. Just because I'm I'm very low on that whole backfield because you it's like it's literally like Russian roulette. <laughs> you don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. There's three of them. Yeah, I, I can't start any of them with confidence. I mean. Yeah, until they just named them, we ripped off a name of players for you guys, like, just to get rid of. Because I know I said Gabe Davis a week or two weeks ago. But once again, y'all are clearly not listening to podcast EG. My thing is, if you can't play, if you're not going to play in the playoffs and you can't confidently play them, then they're just taking up space at this point in the year. Because there's only going to be, if you're in a league that does it right, there's only going to be six of you left. And after the next week, it's going to be four. Yeah. <laughs> so. Three more games left. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> And see, I mean, let's get into our uh, waiver wire pickups of the week, uh, or waiver wire guys we like to aim for. Because at this point, a waiver wire droppable guys are easy to pick from, but waiver wire at certain points in the season are just too difficult to get through. But <laughs> yeah, we keep going with the chubba. Um, yeah, I mean, I talked about him a little. I'm not gonna take up all your time talking about Chubba Hubbard even more, but uh, I genuinely think that you probably could play him if you need to in your flex. Um, sometime coming up. Like I said, past two games, 17 and 14 carries, 5.3 yards carry last game, 3.8 before. Um, he is a bit touchdown dependent, but I think he's a better start than a lot of these names. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll get into my guy. Um, yeah, tight end one on the week. Bro. Wow, what a stud. Evan Ingram, we might have scored the most points. Dang, I need no more wide receiver. But I say might <laughs> had the most points for all skill position, but yeah, Evan Ingram. Um, I think a lot of this highest scoring player on the week. Yeah, and that's so Trevor, Trevor Lawrence was number two. Oh, he scored more than Trevor. Five point three, bro. Okay, bro. He yeah. had fifteen targets. Yeah, fifteen targets, eleven catches, one hundred and sixty-two yards. Is it just me? Did he change his number midway through the season? Was he always no, 17? He said 17? Yeah, it's just he's uh, always been 17. You just didn't notice he was out there. I swear he was like 80 something. Zay Jones, I mean, Zay Jones yeah. is seven. Uh, you're tied in four on the season. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, a lot of bro, bro. I'm sorry, I catch up, but look how bad he's been. He's tied in four. I know, I don't understand. Like, but I hate in the, with, how, with how streaky tight ends are. You might as well take the risk. Shoot. I've never seen a tight end score that much. I mean, I don't, that might be more than Kelsey's ever done. 33? No, Travis, Travis Kelsey scored 30-something a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but that's why I know. this is crazy. But um, no, that, that is actually, that's more. Travis Kelsey scored 32.5 and had three touchdowns. The highest tight end score this season is every year. Yeah. Bro, Shoot, Trevor Lawrence is might... throwing for 300 every week. 
It literally sounds like the Travis Kelsey game week 15 last year. Uh, 10 receptions, 191-2. Like, that's very similar. I say just ride the high hand. Pick him up. If you, I mean, if you're, you're in trouble with tight end. Of course, if you have, like, Kelsey or something, don't, if don't you, do that. These are the only names that I wouldn't start him over. Kelsey, Andrews, Schultz. Shoot, the way the Andrews been playing, I had to throw him out there over there. You can't <laughs> oh, <Andrews>. that risk. <laughs> <laughs> the move? Would you start him over Kittle? Yes. Okay. Eh, I don't know. I don't know because Debo did go down. I mean, but Kittle's I mean, bad. I, there's Kittle's one more name bad. that I would say pick up and play him over him. My boy on the Titan Titans. Oh yeah. I, 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 what's his name? Abu. Yeah. <laughs> say that three times fast. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get his band off Spotify. <laughs> Listen. Um, yeah, man. I, for Waiver Wire, I don't really. I would say another name. A defensive. The... That's my Waiver Wire. That yeah. is my Waiver Wire. Hoard all defenses. Yes. Would you chase Would you chase this Chris Moore from the Texans? I saw that. If they're going to be without Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins. I guess. Do you play him? But again, can you pick him up? If you're not going to pick him up and play him, like you just said, it's pointless. You got to have to wait a week. curious, though, because he played arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL and had 18 fantasy points. That's my thing. You got three weeks left to determine the rest of you become a champion or not. Any of these three weeks, are you going to start Chris Moore? I mean, no, I, I I'd get, rather start yeah. Donovan Peoples Jones over him. Yeah. I mean, it's a sneaky name we're throwing out there. Like, you know, if you're in, like, one of those super flex league or those big leagues, like, you know, it's worth that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, um, hopefully Thursday, me and the fellas get together, work out some plans, try to make that more dedicated to, I guess, opening playoff weekend or for you guys and whatnot, um, for all of us who are in the playoffs and however many leagues we're in. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, I guess like I said, the good news is I made both playoffs in the co-owner league with both of my guys there. So, I guess that's one good thing. Oh yeah. So um anything else before we head out guys to the wrap up this in uh beginning of these playoffs? Lock in. It's that time. Back no going back. People might look at you crazy. You could roster three three defenses right now. I don't care. Oh yeah. Get the best matchups available. That that is really like sometimes, no offense. It's happened to my buddy over here. He's lost two straight weeks because of defense. Like, your defense can literally win you weeks. Even though we had this argument about it, and we're not going to talk about it right now, defense can literally win you weeks if you have the, the right matchup. You you um, should roster two or more defenses going forward. Dude, yes, till, I, till you stole my defense. I was plotting on them. I, I thought I could wait. I don't know why you the did Cardinals? that. No, the Packers. Are, I think it was the Packers you picked I up. I dropped the Packers. I picked up the Cardinals because they play Denver next week. And if Ripon is the quarterback, then I want every piece of it. Well, yeah. Spill the beans, Tilly. Put them on, man. Put the people on, man. On the testosterone down. Wave a wire at. Well, thank you guys as always, man, for tuning in. We appreciate y'all, man, as always, especially for this playoff push, man. Please, please, please listen. Share with anybody, any form of sharing. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you can follow us on all social media at Podcast EGS. And uh, we'll see you guys playoff time come Thursday.